0: We've got, uh, Brian, we've got callers calling in talking about this uh, Florida-Utah game tonight. They're speaking my language. <laughs> I'm very excited. Very excited. We're going to break down the Big Ten a little later on with Steve Courtney. It's going to be fun. Um, and we got Michigan State tickets to give away to at 348, so you're not going to want to miss that. Um, I want to get a couple
1: calls in. And we'll, let's hit the text real quick, and then we'll talk backpacks as we get into the school year. You've got two that are really interesting here. This is from Will in Eastern Market. He says, Chris, I take exception to you saying Clarence Thomas is on the take. You should apologize for that. Whatever. Sure. I don't know. I don't care. Seems like he is, though. Maybe he's taking stuff from donors. I don't know <laughs> that he's on the take. I, I don't. Okay. Uh, he, did, he did something he shouldn't have. Well, in his position, any, any sort of appearance of Correct. compromise is completely it's, it's, inappropriate. It's about the optics. Of course. It's about looking
0: at it and going, okay, should he have done that? Like in this business, we can't take things from people. No.
1: I mean, we we can, it, it's against but we the law. We get fired. Absolutely. We
0: get canned. Yep. There should be a certain level of of decorum and and optics
1: <laughs> that we are not we are not to be bought. You would think the Supreme Court would be held to the standard we are as radio well, employees, wouldn't you? We have a very different life. <laughs> I I will say this. Is it right? No. Am
0: I surprised? No. Yeah. Am I naive to think that this doesn't go on in Washington,
1: D.C.? Nope. Yeah. You have another one here. This is, this is pretty good. From Phil in Albert Hills. He okay. says, Chris, I spent two and a half years in Fairbanks, Alaska, in the U.S. Infantry North America Cold Weather Training Center. The bugs will carry you away and leave you in the woods for dead. Oh. You could be in the middle of a mall parking lot with a mile of concrete in all directions and the mosquitoes... <laughs> Will find you. But I love Alaska. But I love so. it. <laughs> yeah. I love those flying monsters.
0: <laughs> I miss them. I, um, my dad, and I told this story. We we went uh, hiking up in Grand Island, uh, up in Munising, Pitcher mm-hmm. Rocks. Um, I had never seen bugs like that. Yeah. The insect repellent that we had to buy, I think, was, it was like industrial gasoline. Like it was like, it wasn't even. Like, it might have been diesel that we just had to spray all over ourselves. It
1: was unbelievable. We went to the Canada bugs. one time, and they said, oh, watch out for the black flies. Well, the only yeah. flies I know are the house flies around here. So we got there. It's like, well, how bad could it be? It's like, oh, my Lord. It's like you just hit a pony. It, I was expecting to be picked like, up and carried away. I, I just got bit. <laughs> I really bit. was. I just got bit by a by a falcon. <laughs> yeah, what's what this, was that what's thing? was that cloud coming at? Yeah,
0: it's a problem. 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. David's in Detroit. What's up, David?
2: Hey Chris, this uh topic that you got going on with the EVs and Governor Whitmer's ideas has been talked about all day seemingly and I you know, looking at it from, you know, a couple miles up in the air looking looking down at this whole thing. I wonder couldn't we just agree that this is more or less an indictment of big intrusive, overreaching government that that has to be the arbiter of everything that we do in terms of what direction we go in. Uh, finances have to flow through government, public-private partnerships, uh, the MEDC, all of this picking and choosing of winners and losers, just centralized planning in general. And when you look at the states that are not micromanaging as much, this is where the people are flowing to. Comparatively to states like Michigan, where we just got rid of, uh, you know, right to work and prevailing Mm -hmm. wage for no apparent reason, we dig up roads and we spend 20 years paying for them to, to fix them but then have to replace them in 10 because of yep. the inefficiencies of government yep. this is another gov. this is the same government that dictates hey uh take this shot it's safe and effective which we now know is not true and so you know I, I just look at these states that are so intrusive this is where the people are leaving so maybe the answer is on both sides of the aisle stop being the the end all be all of everything that you think is good, and and that it must come from you, the government, or be you know like our success must be tethered to something. And David, let me ask you after. this, David:
0: What are the chances of of these parties looking themselves in the mirror and asking that question?
2: Well, you know what? Zero. Not as long as we just have zero, because you either pick A or B. We've gotten so accustomed to this A B scenario, the lesser of two evils. Yeah. I grew up on this stuff, and until something changes that way. I don't know. You're probably going to get more of it.
0: All right, David. Good stuff. Appreciate the call. Thank you. 800-859-0957. April Rubin with Axios did an interesting story about schools around the country that that are considering doing away with backpacks or finding a different way because, look, we saw it in Oxford. Kid brings a gun into school, puts it in his backpack, ends up killing four kids, injuring more. It is a problem that we have to deal with, unfortunately, and now schools are looking at this backpack dilemma and trying to figure out what they what they need to do with it. Uh, April, good to have you with us. What have you found in terms of these schools and backpacks?
3: Yeah, thank you for having me. So it is um, seeming like an increasing trend for schools to require this by no means is it all schools or a vast majority of schools, but it is 27 more school districts in the past 18 months. Um, so that just shows an increase in, you know, the past academic year, give or take a little. Um, and it is a response or rather preventative response to to an increase in school shootings.
0: So locally uh, here in Michigan, Flint, for example, has banned backpacks in schools. They're going a different route. We've seen an uptick in school shootings, whether they've been mass casualty or not. Um, we just saw the one out at UNC just a couple of days ago. That's a college level. But but uh, but the idea here is that school administrators are trying to find a way to maybe prevent, get, get one aspect of this out of the way. That they don't have to worry about kids bringing things in backpacks that they would have to search or run through a scanner. And do you feel like just, you know, do you feel like this is a good idea? Do you feel like this is beneficial to kids K through 12 that are going to school and trying to learn? Do you think it's, do you think that makes sense to do away with the trusty backpack?
3: Yeah, I think I'm pretty far removed from being in K to 12 myself to know if it's, if I think it's a good idea or not, but from the from what people told me and from what I read about this, um, it seems like kind of mixed. Some folks are glad to have just one more measure in place um, because, you know, if you can see exactly what kids are bringing in and taking out, there's just that accountab- accountability factor. Um, but on the other side, it does put a lot of the pressure on the students themselves uh, rather than kind of policymakers for um you know the increase in shootings and so one of the people i spoke with is um someone who studies school shootings and and tallies how often they're happening and his take was kind of that this makes students feel like they're a potential threat and then loses their trust um when they do have to tell administrators that there is an issue so there are certainly people on both sides of of the coin of, of thinking that this is going to help or not help or help but at what cost
0: well, and I think that's that that's actually where I stand a lot of the times on this. It it feels like it's one of those situations where I think for younger kids that that are making this transition now if we were to just go to a no backpack system or clear backpacks whatever, you could make that transition, but for kids who are older, kids who are in middle school, high school, it's going to be a much bigger issue. It's going to feel differently, and it 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 would I think, alter the way you look at school. It would alter the way that you, you walk into your school because you're kind of always scanning to see what people have in their backpacks. Um, it's an interesting topic and one that I know schools are, are really trying to deal with. Uh, April Rubin, good stuff. Appreciate the time and, and wonderful piece in Axios.
3: Thank you for having me. Take care.
0: Yeah, you do the same. 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. Would you feel comfortable if your kid's school did away with backpacks? Look, we are getting back to school. It is school season now. Heck, Jake starts school Tuesday. Are you comfortable with school districts saying, no backpacks, don't bring them in, because we don't want to check them? Or your grandkids, if they're telling them, don't bring the backpacks in, we got to find a different way. Are you comfortable with that, or is that a complete opposite of how you think of education? We'll do that next.